This week in the news, we have seen a clash between Russian and Ukrainian ships in the Black Sea just off Crimea, which has been occupied since 2014 by Russia. The Russian ships intercepted, rammed, fired on, and then finally, using its special forces, stormed and captured the Ukrainian ships and sailors. This all comes in the context of the wider conflict in Ukraine, where Russian-backed separatists have been fighting the Ukrainian government since 2014 and have taken over parts of eastern Ukraine. Russia also annexed the area of Crimea, leading to a worsening of Russia's relationship with Western governments. Although little has been seen in the general media regarding the war in Ukraine, battles in eastern Ukraine still continue, although the Ukrainian military have managed to halt the advance of the pro-Russian separatist forces. Western governments have been highly critical of Russia's involvement in the region, leading to what many have referred to as a new Cold War. Earlier this year, US President Donald Trump authorised an additional $47 million in arms sales to Ukraine, while it is widely recognised that the separatists are armed by the Russians. Speaking about Ukraine on the phone with Putin, Trump was reported to have characteristically told the Russian president, if you want to have an arms race, we can do that, but I'll win. With the help of the West, the Ukrainians have stabilised the situation in the East, preventing any further territory being lost to the separatists this year. The latest flare-up began when a Ukrainian fleet of ships, passing through the Kerch Straits into the Azov Sea, was intercepted by the Russian Navy. The ships were rammed and then taken over by Russian special forces, seizing the three ships and taking the Ukrainian sailors prisoner. These prisoners are reported to have been taken to a detention centre in Moscow, apparently awaiting a criminal trial. By preventing the Ukrainians from passing through the Kerch Straits, the Russians cut off eastern Ukrainian ports, such as Marujapol. This was explained by the Ukrainian president. We want to hit Ukraine because through the Azov Sea and through our seaport Mariupol in Berdyansk, we export about 40% of our industrial production, of our export. First of all, this is a chemical production, iron and steel industry. And just this is a, another step for, for when Russia organized the embargo on the buying Ukrainian goods, the uh, uh, switch off supply of the natural gas. This is the part of the hybrid war that Russia want to attack us. The Ukrainian government has responded strongly by banning all military-aged males from entering the country, fearing a repeat of the 2014 capture of Crimea, when undercover Russian soldiers captured the area, leading to an eventual annex of the region. The Ukrainian government has, for the first time, declared martial law in all areas bordering Russia, and is said to be preparing for an invasion by Russia. The Ukrainian president now claims that the Russian army, especially their tanks, are massing on the eastern border. President Poroshenko went on to explain his fears and showed aerial photographs of the Russian forces allegedly massing on his border. You see, this is the tank base just 18 kilometers from our border. This is what happening in September, this is what happening in uh, beginning of October, and this is what happening now. So where is this? This is 18 kilometers from my border. And this is the same warehouses with the ammunition, the same warehouses with the new multi-rocket launch system. We should be prepared to protect my country. And this is the only reason. If the whole world do not trust Mr. Putin, 
Ukrainians definitely don't have a reason to count on him. You also seem clear that Russians' ambitions in Europe were not limited to just Ukraine. Nobody knows where tomorrow Putin appears. Is it possible that Putin will make a decision to, to protect the North Stream too? And that's why he, won't, he make a decision to attack Baltic countries, Nordic countries. There is no red line for Putin. When explaining why he thought the Russians were behaving in this way, he said that it was because Ukraine was not willing to be a colony of the Russian Empire. And what is the reason, if you ask me? The reason is very simple. We hate the idea anymore to stay a colony of Russian Empire. We hate the idea to stay anymore in the Soviet Union framework. We are a European nation and we want to return back to the European family. Although it seems very unlikely that Ukraine's fears of an immediate full-scale invasion are anything more than an attempt to attract attention and sympathy from the world, his use of language is of particular interest to Bible believers. In the preface of Alfred Israel, John Thomas writes, When Russia makes its grand move for the building up of its image empire, then let the reader know that the end of all things, as present constituted, is at hand. The long-expected but stealthy advent of the King of Israel will be on the eve of becoming a fact, and salvation will be to those who not only looked for it, but have trimmed their lamps by believing the gospel of the kingdom unto the obedience of faith and the perfection thereof in fruits meet for repentance. When we come to Ezekiel 38, we see that Magog is part of the confederacy of nations under Russia's control. Magog can be shown to relate to Eastern Europe, which of course includes Ukraine. This shows that Ukraine's fight to keep independent from the new Russian Empire is futile. We can see clearly from scripture that their eventual defeat is inevitable. This military build-up is probably intended to more intimidate the Ukrainians than to invade their country. It is much more likely that Putin will continue using the subtle tactics which he used to take Crimea rather than risk further international crises. So as we see Russia strengthening her position in the region, it is important that we are prepared for the long-expected return of the Lord Jesus, which we know is at hand. We can see that it is reserved for those who have believed in the gospel and have shown the fruits of repentance in their lives. Tune in again next week for another edition of Bible News.